You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. We should just know. I don't know. In the last hundred years of history, when we would just let people paint, just paint whatever the fuck they hey, want, see, and they won't become Hitler see, and George W. Bush. See, <laughs> see, see what I did here? It's a little puppy dog. You like it? It's a me in the shower. Yeah, shower. I had Laura take a take a photo, and then you know shake the photo with you know with that special ink they got in it. You mean a Polaroid? Yeah, it's you know what I'm talking about with the shaky. You know what I'm yeah. George, George, you guys want some chicken wings? (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, welcome to this week's edition of The Couch Rotatoes. I'm Alex. I'm George W. Bush, and I'm Cat. (laughs) Would you like a cool Miller Genuine dress? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, we're going to be diving into the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. A uh, one that kind of shocked me because I went into it kind of like Cap went into. um, WandaVision just kind of not caring about these characters, you yeah, know. It's like, 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 like you went into it really not caring about you know Wanda or Vision, but it's like by the end of it, you were like, oh, this wound up being a, kind of a compelling story. You better have watched this during fucking Christmas time. <laughs> oh, I know, geez, because they pound the Christmas into you in every seat in uh, every episode. Oh yeah, oh Crabby or River, bring me a Hanukkah superhero to watch a Hanukkah special. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I went into it not really caring much about Hawkeye, but by the end of it, I'm kind of turned around. I, yeah. I, I appreciate his character a little bit more. It's, yeah. it's it feels like because we finally gotten some time with him. Yeah, I think I think um, aside from you know H uh, Ultron, I yeah. think with this one is that they uh, uh, they kind of point out how he's kind of one of the lesser Avengers or like the least. He's a human being. Adventure. Yeah, he's, he's the most a, human he, out of all he, of them. He's a human being. Just they like, did a very good job at humanizing his character yeah, overall. But like, he is still just a man. Yeah. I'm just, just a, a man. man. <laughs> uh, an amazing... <laughs> the amazing Hawkeye man. Yeah. The amazing archery man. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy about it is, you know, he has a special... Like, his one skill is archery. Um, but he was a killer. Like, you... Before he was Ronin, before all this, he was... By shield to kill people, just yeah. Looks like Black Widow was made. He explains to kill. he's a wet. He was a weapon. Yeah, yep. just like Black Widow, and that's what made her special. Was she had like special training, and if you watch the Black Widow movie, they go into it a little bit more. But you know, she was an assassin. So was he. He just happened to use a bow, but he can use every other thing. Yeah, you know, but the that only was thing, just his weapon of choice. The only thing is, he wasn't hit by gamma rays, wasn't a god, and didn't get you know super jacked by some magical serum called steroids. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he could be any of us. Yeah. If you tried hard enough and had enough yeah. money yeah and like and had really really good with arrows and knew how to time your uh, special trick arrows with certain well, situations well, i mean <laughs> but the thing is is you know all three of us have watched mythbusters mm-hmm. you know even just in the couple months of training they've had you know to do special trick shots mm-hmm. i mean hell if you dedicated your life to it and you know and you're in your what they kind of paint them in his 40s late yeah. 40s in the series yeah. you know so if you're in your late 40s and you've been training for this for since you you know put your hands on a bow and arrow yeah i mean i'm 
sure you could probably get you know some pretty damn good shots in of course dramatized because comic book movie but you know in general he is probably the most relatable superhero because to a point any of us could be him that's kind of one of the themes of this series yeah he's the most grounded reality one yeah which because he's so grounded in reality i think that makes him more dangerous than anything yeah because you know they're real, they're real good about what Tom Cruise does in the Mission Impossible movies with him in the show. Is it's like, oh no, you're taking a fucking beating, and you're mm-hmm. going to show the wear and tear. He's yeah. taking a beating. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we've seen it a little bit in like Iron Man two and three, mm-hmm. where you know he's taking you know some physical damage and he has to struggle, but he still has an Iron Man suit. Um, but at the end of the day, man, he had his fucking head. Popped on a goddamn iron beam. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's been thrown through fucking windows. He's been dropped from high distances. He fought a spidered man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and even like Spider-Man, people usually call him the most relatable one because they really... Peter Parker is a lot more of an emotional character. Mm-hmm. You know, he cares about family and, you know, this balance of work and responsibility and yada, yada, so He's on and so forth. webs for traps to eat criminals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you could draw a lot of allegories mm-hmm. to his stories, well, that, yeah, to yeah, like your own personal life. But he was still bitten by a radioactive spider and he still swings through New York City on mm-hmm. webs. There's still a point of chasing that cure for leukemia. <laughs> there's, there's still there's still that point of you know fantasy fantasy. Yeah. Whereas you know, but again with Hawkeye, at some point that fantasy can be reality. You yeah. know, there's there's nothing really. There's no line between that, and that's even what kind of creates the like Cap said the interesting crux to this series with the introduction of Kate Bishop. Yeah. And uh, you know, we just want to go through it uh, episode by episode? Yeah, sure. Sure. All right. Uh, episode one, Never Meet Your Heroes. It's the uh, 2012 Battle of New York. Young Kate Bishop witnesses Clip Bartoning. Uh, Clip Barton battling. He's just Bartoning his way through <laughs> this just, whole series. He's just Bartoning. He's left and right. <laughs> uh, battling one of the Chitauri uh, in the uh, flashback in New York. And I thought that was a pretty cool scene because we saw the alternate side. We, we saw him like jump off the building and flip around and shoot that Chitauri in the original Avengers. But it's like we saw the flip side of that, which we finally see like, oh yeah, he was also ready with a grappling hook and like busted through the window. But like, I can't you hear see- for shit because he's got tinnitus. Well, it's like, I love, well, but I love how they pay that off though because he's, he throws his grappling hook up, which catches him and he, you know, swings into the glass and like he does the little barrel roll and everything else but he still lands on the floor for a second he's just like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's just like he is still hurting from that Uh, uh, you know going back to like some of the other stuff we've seen him in I do like the fact that he just thinks he could murder any super powered person Mm -hmm. like uh, when they they did the age of Ultron you know he gets uh, he gets smacked a little bit by Quicksilver and he's just like no one would know yeah, I could put one in him. No one would fucking yeah. know. No one, not a goddamn one of you. You superpowered fucks. Like you can see the jealousy a little bit. Like yep. you gods of the arena, motherfuckers. I hate you. I fought aliens as a man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and you see that kind of. You see a little bit of that resentment in him throughout the series, mm-hmm. and we'll definitely touch on those. Um, but yeah, he winds up inadvertently saving Kate's life because one of the Chitari was going like right toward her open window, which she was stupidly just standing there going <gasps> and not like getting the fuck away <laughs> well, 
Granted, I will say I've never seen something like that. I don't know what I would do. True. Kind of lock myself into yeah. place and just utter fear that I also there's a species from another world, and also they're here, and one of them wants to kill me. So, <laughs> so there's, there's three dynamics is, right there. Is this, is this a god war going on in front of me? <laughs> it is. It, it really is. is. Did you, if you're a Christian and Thor shows up, you're you know your beliefs are a little bit dashed. Yeah. <laughs> in your pseudo religion. <laughs> and uh, but then it jumps. Uh, ahead in time in which uh, Barton is uh, well Clint spending time with his children in New York for Christmas now this is the only flaw in MacGuffin I see in the whole series which is why wasn't his wife there who oh uh, Clint's Clint, wife Linda Cardellini yeah because yeah, they, they really... at this point they jump forward in time and Clint's mm-hmm. spending time with the kids in Times Square at Christmas uh, close to Christmas time why isn't the wife there with the kids? Like that just seems like an odd thing of like now it's turned into well since the wife is back home and I've had to ship the kids home I got to get home before Christmas like it that felt a little Christmas tropey mm-hmm. if that makes sense which I mean I guess they kind of need if they're gonna kind of hinge this on a pseudo uh, Christian Christmas type special. Well, I guess if uh, they pointed it out, I must have missed it. I think I think. It, it ties into the end, yeah, which we'll get to, yeah, and I'll come back to it. But I think, so you think she had to stay behind because yeah, of what was at the yeah, end, yeah. I think I think that's the crux of it. Okay, and I think that you may, you know, we could speculate, and they may come across it again in another Avengers movie mm-hmm. or some other tie-in special. But I think there's a reason why she can't be out in public. Okay, and Iron Man kind of calls it. In the Ultraman, in the Ultron movie. Ultraman. <laughs> hey, everyone's having their flubs. <laughs> right? Doing the pose. <laughs> yes, I love it. Chris immediately strikes a pose. It's like, yes. But uh, he, call, he calls it. He's like, and then he says it. I'm just like, and you watch it now. It's just like, God damn it. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, okay. I can see where you're going I with think, it. I think, I think it, it's, uh, it's kind of, it was a foreshadowing that we didn't catch. Okay. That wasn't, that's not subtle. I, I can see that. Uh, we'll get yeah, but we'll yeah. get there because uh, it kind of upsets some uh, Agents of Shields fans. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> that shit ain't part of the fucking thing no more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, meanwhile, uh, uh, Kate Bishop attends the charity auction gala uh, with her mother Eleanor uh, and learns that her mother is engaged to Jack. Uh, Duquesne. Duquesne, yeah. I was looking Duke-y? at the name here, and I was just like, I totally forgot how they said it in the show. Cause it's this, the same. Because it, 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 it does not look like Duquesne on the screen. Yeah, it's so, like D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E. Duquesne? Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, shit. It's like, I, I, for some reason, I had his name, but as soon as I the, looked at the word, I was the like, The only reason oh. I know that is because I'm a Swamp Thing fan, and yeah, yeah. the main scientist is Abby Duquesne. Okay. And she's, you know the love interest of Swamp Thing, which is a right. DC character. But it's still... I love how they just pull these random-ass fancy names. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, uh, in the comics, he's the swordsman. Yeah. So everyone was kind of looking at his shadiness in the yeah. series to kind of point toward him being the swordsman and kind of being like the extra bad like the, guy yeah. and like, and for, for a few, like few moments you're like okay yeah he is kind of shady but then you realize he's just some goofy ass motherfucker right. like he's the, the most goofiest motherfucker in the whole goddamn he series really is. he the, makes the Rin people look serious <laughs> like but for the first three few episodes you're just like oh the guy with the mustache who's being super sketchy oh he's definitely not the bad guy the most but, interesting man in the world 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a sword. And uh, at this point, uh, you know, there's this little back and forth between him and the old man. Then the tracksuit mafia busts on in and because uh, they're looking for the Ronin sword and the costume, which shows up at this black market auction underneath the gala, which kind of leaves which they kind of ask the question and never really follow through with it, which is how did they get it? Did they get it from the Avengers compound? And if so, why did the Avengers compound have it? I'm assuming, and this is just me assuming, was, you know, going back to, uh, like, the first Spider-Man movie, where just the Avengers Tower happened to have a lot of weird shit just laying around. Yeah. And they just don't have a fucking explanation for it. But <laughs> where do we put all the Avengers shit? Well, we have this new office, but we did have the tower, so. Yeah. I'm sure Tony Stark wasn't keeping track of all this shit. No, he, didn't he give fucking a fuck. wasn't. Why the hell did he have Thor's belt? Yeah. Why the fuck would he have that? Do you know what's on that thing? It's probably some bat-related shit. It's like Batman. There's some weird Thor utility belt that sends you to hell. (laughs) You know, he's like, oh, shit, here's a stone that I throw at you, and it sends you straight to hell. (laughs) Or Isengard, or whatever the fuck he wants to send. (laughs) Or Nefelheim. Isn't the mother that uh, play that's in the uh, series? Isn't she the same actress that was in uh, was it Departed and uh, The Ring? Yeah, Yeah, Vera Vera Farmiga. Yeah, she's uh, she's a great actress. She was in The Orphan. She was in the departed. The departed. She, she was the uh, kind of the the villain that turns in Godzilla: King of the Monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. She was the mom who said, "Let's let them all free." Yeah, and it's like you psycho bitch. Yeah, you should have got a bullet in your fucking head. <laughs> right when Mothra started waking up, I would have shot her in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, tracksuit mafia shows up. Uh, Kate sees this moment as her chance to spring into action. She grabs the costume, grabs the sword, whoops some ass, does a pretty good job, and. Cool. Bro, we're going to get you, bro. <laughs> I love the tracksuit mafia. They were one of my favorite aspects of the too. series. I think, I think they're great because you had to ground some type of enemy yeah. to fight you know, a young girl superhero right. along with a older roguish superhero who's mm-hmm. you know, not quite in his prime anymore. But I just love how goofy they made it. Oh, like God, they, yeah. they didn't go for like the occasional laugh. They're like, no, we're going to go straight comic book silly with these characters. And I like... What's weird is we don't look like Royal Tenenbaum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so the tracksuit mafia is a very you know comic book X name and of you know viability for a for a gang. And they have that truck that has their uh, company name Trust a Bro. Yeah, Trust yes. a Bro. It's like two guys with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> but um, shit. But uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> right, let's do it again. <laughs> But um, it, it, it seems like they are the most grounded in reality that we needed for the show because we can't have an Avengers level threat mm-hmm. in these in these shows like these street level yeah uh, kind of, of people uh, like this characters. that's why that's why I like the the Black Widow movie because the level mm-hmm. the threat level is minimal yeah like I don't need to call in Black Panther and Thor because if Thor showed up the problem is fucking solved yeah <laughs> done it's fucking done the start they see that that. And think if he shows up again, he is going to send us all to hell with that belt. <laughs> all right, I'm dead set on the belt thing. So, or let's say the Spider Man showed up. Huh? Spider Man. I've heard rumors. I've heard, I've read the weird New York Post by J. Jonah Jameson. I heard he eats criminals because he's a spider. Hey, guy with eight arms sounds kind of hot. <laughs> deep pull, deep pull. Uh, 
but yeah, it, 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 I like that it's grounded. And I do like that Hawkeye throughout the show. He's like he explains like, hey, you're in over your head. You know, he's very subtle about it, but he's like later on. There's also hey, there's a bigger person behind all this that even I didn't kill. Yeah. Later on, you know, like it, it when it, Hawkeye meets uh, the girl for the first yeah, time, the Echo, but he's also you know foreshadowing to what we'll get to as Kingpin. But mm-hmm. it is. It is subtle, very subtle, but they did a very good job because you you start to question like who the big bad is for, for mm-hmm. like the first earlier episodes. You're yep. like, oh, okay, they're gonna leave. It's gonna be this, and you know, it's gonna be that, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh no, there's a person higher, and it's like, oh no, it's the uncle, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and that transpires over like three or four episodes, and it is a fun like arc to like kind of psych yourself up for like the bigger idea because you're expecting something pretty street level and small, which it still winds up being, but just for fans, it winds mm-hmm. up being a much cooler payoff. It kind of it kind of grounds itself in what Batman is, you know, yeah, not super science or super sci-fi, you more know, esque villains, you know, it's more it's cerebral, it's thugs, more, yeah, thugs. yeah, it's fucking thugs, yeah, but, <laughs> but with like crime science or like a behavioral science behind all the villains yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and uh as the whole sh- shindig is kind of winding down and everyone's escaping and running out uh she winds up saving a little dog and that winds up being lucky the pizza dog later on mm-hmm. and uh she escapes back to her apartment in which uh armand uh to track down armand to investigate further but discovers that armand has been murdered in his home and is now connected to the tracksuit mafia after fleeing the crime scene barton who saw a news report Report on Ronan's return rescues Bishop from the gangsters because he sees that uh, that hooded uh, costume on the news and was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" Hey, yep. I used to wear that while killing a lot of people. Yeah, why is that on the streets doing shit? This God. isn't okay, honey. God, I gotta I'm, do something about this. I wonder if I lost it when Thanos blew up our entire goddamn building and someone saw it and was like, "I'm picking that up." Yeah, <laughs> and here's the really cool, interesting little Easter egg: is like in uh, Endgame. That final scene with Professor Hulk and everyone else, and they're trying to get Steve back in time to put all the Infinity Stones back. You see the blown up Avengers compound in the background. You actually see a fucking helicopter flying away with a big ass crate of shit. Yeah. It's like that tiny little Easter egg they laid right there is now paying off in this series. Yeah, because you know. You know when they had to tap Hawkeye when everyone came back. It's like, hey man, we're gonna go get rid of Thanos and we're getting the band back together. And he's just like, he just cut off an Asian dude's head, <laughs> and he's just like, okay, I'm down. And yeah. then it's like, hey, what have you been up to? Well, I was out of existence. I didn't exist anymore. Uh, I was floating in space and what took out my motherfucking eye. You know, uh, I was lost in space. I'm pretty sure I was gonna die with this android bitch. So yeah, everyone's had a kind of a rough time. Hawkeye, what have you been doing? Uh, nothing. No, just, nope. uh, I lost my family. Uh, I've been dealing with that yeah. <clears throat> and killing people. But yes. like, <laughs> but like, what was that last part? Uh, uh, Hawkeye. How about you shut the fuck up, Steve? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> how about how about we figure out how to go back in time? Hmm? How about we figure out how to be perpetually useful? I, <laughs> I thought I heard you say something about killing people. I don't know, Steve. We all kill people, don't we? With that <laughs> fucking metal shield. <laughs> Well, episode kicks off immediately with uh, Barton realizing uh, that I Kate Bishop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of, a, of a conversation that you're having with like 
super powered people and just a normal guy's like yeah I, I was a murderer <laughs> I was a uh, <clears throat> a serial killer yeah. uh, well, Dexter because, well, because that, that plays off you know to a lot of the stuff in the series and plus I gotta keep it somewhat on track <laughs> <laughs> episode do, uh, does immediately kick off with uh, Clint finding out that uh, the person behind the Ronin mask is actually a young girl Kate Bishop who is stolen the shit and is running around town acting in, in that place. Her and her stupid little dog. <laughs> yep. So he ta- uh, she takes her back to his apartment where they're attacked again by the tracksuit mafia and forces to evacuate, burning down the entire building mm-hmm. or her entire apartment, uh, leaving the Ronin suit behind. After relocating the apartment of the bishop's vacationing aunt, uh, Clint sends his children back home, promising to rejoin them by Christmas Day. Which by this point, that's when I started immediately going... All right, now I see what it's going to be. It's going to be a constant. He's having to call back home and say he's not going to make it because of this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. He's either going to make it like right on time, or he's going to miss it, but they're still going to be okay with it. You know that sort of thing. So I was already kind of set up, being like, yeah, by this point, just slightly. This ball. See if Hawkeye makes it home for Christmas with his family. <laughs> a little bit. That's why I'm just like, eh. no one's favorite Avenger. <laughs> Also, uh, I think this happens in the first episode where uh, he's, I think he and Kate Bishop are in the same uh, theater watching the Avengers musical. <laughs> yeah. Him and his, it's him and his kids. Yeah, it's him and oh, his family. His kids. Yeah, his kids. And his, kid, his, his daughter kind of looks back at him like, what is this stupid fucking shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's funny, too, because uh, they even kind of point out, you know, how even small things like that can get historical things wrong. Ant-Man. Yeah, because the kids were like, I didn't know Ant-Man was there. He goes, yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wanted to bring that up just briefly. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, but that's... I don't know. Well, I feel like we'll talk about that a little bit more at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, you know, how how terrible that would be you know being him as a regular man with his identity being out because he didn't wear a mask you know he's not doing but like everyone knows who he is everyone knows who every avenger really is and where they are and when they see him you know it's kind of hard not to see him because they're probably plastered all over fucking media and everything and well i mean we see in a couple episodes we see that plaque and it's got all their civilian names on Mm -hmm. it so like the most because they are the most famous people in the in the world or whatever too kind of yeah. like what they say in the uh, Spider-Man movie yeah. yeah that Chris still hasn't seen by yeah. the time of this recording god damn I'm sorry I work okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, he escorts uh, Bishop to a workplace uh, in which she uh, recovers the Ronin suit from the FDNY member Grills at the LARP event yeah and I, and I like that so they, they threw me for a loop during the first LARP event because I was fully expecting Grills to be like, I gotta kill you first. No, you gotta kill me first. He's like, just play along, man. I was expected to be like, Hawkeye kills him, and like, or no, he he gets to kill Hawkeye rather, and then it turns into like. It's not like he just gets taken out of the game, but now it's like, oh, now we have to carry the carcass down the way, and he's just like, God damn it, I don't want to be part of this, and then they've got to go through like this whole ritual of yeah. a dead body. I thought he's going to have to go through a lot more shit than just like taking one for the team. Yeah, I thought like how all the LARPers are like firemen and policemen yeah. and fucking uh, law it's a, it's enforcement. A very, it's a very um, big... Oh, yeah, it's super uh, huge now. Yeah, it's 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 been that way for the last God since before that movie role models came out. That's what I thought of. If was the role normies models. listening, it's the uh, live action role play. You know? Yeah, yeah. But no, I actually thought uh, they did it very well 
and they they did something that I was pretty proud of, and is they pay it off by the very end of it. They have no problem painting them as goofy, yeah. obsessive, mm-hmm. off the beaten path a little, maybe a little socially awkward, can't really you know mm-hmm. fully get into it, have really odd particular particularities, yeah. whatever word I'm trying to get out, eccentricies, eccentricies. But eccentricities, they're ne- uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, that's why I was looking at you the entire time, Chris, going like, Save "You're the smart my one, dumbass." <laughs> but um, they do it so well in the way that they don't show it in a disrespectful way, right. and those characters always have respect, especially at the very end. And so it's like I like the fact that they had no problem poking at them and just being like that, but they're like, but. We still respect the shit out of you, so yeah. we're not going to be assholes. Assholes yeah. during the series. Uh, <laughs> I kept thinking of that goddamn Red Fang music video. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> where they're playing LARP, where they're just drinking and they're like, "Hey, Gandalf, what the fuck are you doing?" And it's just this guy like, "Man, I just hey, uh, Agathor, I don't want to really work on my sword, but I'm just trying to work on my magic fireballs and all this." Right, and, and it's just like, and then the songs are start. I think it's like Hank is dead. I think it's the song. Yes, and then they start drinking. It's just communicating, like collecting beer like cans. Subtitles. Yes, when they're just like just their van's just full of PBR cans or and some they, shit. They, they pound it into fucking armor, and then you start fucking like elbow dropping atomic fucking suplexes and shit on the fucking larping field dressed in beer cans. It's so great. It's metal as fuck. But like you, you during during this time was when. Um, What's her name? Abby? Uh, Kate Bishop. Kate like, is like, no, you don't understand. That dude's fucking sketches shit. And yeah. he's still playing goofy as fuck. Yeah, because this is the scene that she shows up. That, that's actually immediately what follows. Mm-hmm. Is the scene she shows up. She's trying to warn her mom, being like, yo, this dude is really fucking weird and sketch. And I think mm-hmm. he might be connected to this old dude's death. You know, shit yeah. like that. But he's like there. And she and like basically like info cock blocking her. And she's just like, son of a bitch, leave. <laughs> but he's like super supportive of her, too, which is yes, hilarious. Yes. He's like, he sees it, her like like a stepdaughter almost and he's just like trying to pump her up and and the thing is it's like I want to watch the series again now knowing that he is like 100% squeaky clean good guy in a way yeah in a way and and like and I want to watch it through that lens now just to see how funny those scenes actually are they're they're fighting each other well that's that's what was coming up is that that was the scene in which I was like oh no he's sketch yeah I was immediately convinced, like, oh. I like how they wrote that, too, where it's just like, uh, they want you to, like, not only suspect, to know, without a doubt, that that's the villain of the series. And also, the way Kate was playing it was really good, too, because she was just like, you know, quit letting me win. Stop it. Just fight me. And the whole time, he's like, careful, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time, he was like, look, look, you're doing great, you know? And he's looking at the mom. He's like, look at her. You know, she's very good. It's like, Sister And, like, kicks that goddamn sword out of her hand. He's like, but... I will fuck you up. I will fucking stab you. But it was such an interesting plot, though, because he wasn't revealing that to Eleanor or Kate. So it was an interesting side that he was hiding that he seemed kind of open about by the end of the series. And that's another character we're probably, you know, delve into before the end of the episode is the mom herself. Yes. Because she is not slow. She does not, she's not feigning ignorance. She oh, knows no. every she's aspect. She's very of cunning. This. She knows every aspect. She's just as bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She knows the angles. Yep. 
And because uh, she could play a villain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after this point, uh, Barton allows himself uh, to be captured by the tracksuit mafia. And I love all that exchange. She's like, "Where's Lady Bro?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I, "I have no idea. I don't. I, I can I speak to your manager?" <laughs> this is like talking to doorknobs. <laughs> and I just love the fact that they, you know, they're like, there, there's no. There is no like redundancy in their brain that says, "Hey, you know, this guy's an Avenger." Yeah, he went across space and time. He killed Thanos. These ropes, he's humoring us. Yeah. yeah. So at any moment, the Hulk may just stroll in. Yeah. Just stroll the fuck in, which would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thor, Odin's son would come from the heavens. <laughs> the Falcon. Just, just even lesser people. You yeah, know, just like the Spider Man, <laughs> feeding on the last person and just throwing his carcass on the ground and doing the uh, you bro, just Tom Holland, just being so small, being like, oh you, <laughs> and just clutching going, we're the good guys, right? <laughs> yeah, and just or hell, you know, just anybody from Shield just showing up, pumping round after Samuel round. Jackson, just like pow, 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 pow. <laughs> or not even her, not even him, just like Maria Hill, you know, yeah. just some Shield girl who's like off, like on her off day, happened to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm on call, and it's just like <laughs> kicks at the door, and it's like. That can, that can, that's a plausibility. That I want to see not, that series. <laughs> but, but that's a plausibility that they're not even being like, there's no one guy that's just one line of dialogue. Hey, Say, bro. Hey, uh, you think uh, you think one of the Avengers is going to show up? <laughs> and maybe, you no, know, bro, no, bro. Maybe, maybe rip my spine out and show it to my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, maybe they're not slightly worried because uh, that's when we get our first little daredevil tease at the end of this episode in which mm. you realize that the actual antagonist or one of the one of the main antagonists is wind up being echo yeah daredevil villain yes yep so it's like when that happened you're just like oh shit they might be wrapping in the shit i think they're gonna push her as a as another hero maybe she's got her own series coming out she's very sympathetic in the series because you know she's she's no different than hawkeye she's bent on one thing Mm -hmm. killing Revenge. And I thought yeah. she was a very well written character too. Yeah, yeah. The, and her, uh, and her actress is actually uh, deaf. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Jeremy Renner actually learned sign to be on set. Oh, for her. because one nice. aspect we haven't uh, delved into was uh, which was aside from just a little passing comment is uh, I'm sure I think it was in the uh, episode prior when uh, Kate and uh, Hawkeye are just kind of walking through uh, Times Square. He was like, you know, she, she was talking about, you know, oh, why do you have that hearing aid? He's like, why do I have that hearing aid? And it shows like this compilation of like explosions yeah. and like all this head trauma and shit. He's just Him like bashing his fucking head on that metal bar where he just slammed. Yeah, hearing damage, probably multiple concussions. <laughs> yeah. So, so that is another interesting thing that they pulled from the uh, Matt Fraction comic book run is uh, he's got a hearing aid because again he's he just a man. He needs it because yeah. Tony Stark's gone. And no one's making all this cool shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. so he, he's he's just got to do that gotta shit. Write for fucking Reed Richards to show up. And, uh, and when he's trying to patch everything up, she's like, oh, we kind of go to the Avengers compound and get Avengers shit? And then it clips to them at like CVS. Yeah. He's like, get the back teen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me Those, show you how to, let me show you how to stitch myself up. This with. is the good brand of Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need this one. It sticks better. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this is kind of lame. He's like, what? 
taking care of ourselves. Fuck you. <laughs> Again, I'm not a fucking superhero who yeah, can bounce bullets off his goddamn yeah, nuts. Like, and she's like, what? I thought we were going to go to like the Avengers compound. He's like, yeah, Tony sold that years ago. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything, you dumbass. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious, you know, does it still exist? You know, the one where they were at in Thanos attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not the building, not those. Sky- I was going to say the building's flattened. Yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure they rebuilt it. I don't know. In some aspect, because there still would need to be an Avengers at some point. Now, you know, we had talked about like West Coast Avengers. Yeah, East yeah. Coast, but like, I imagine there's still somewhere. Hey, where do we get all our shit? It's in a helicarrier. I can't have. I don't really have access to that. <laughs> so we got some storage unit just fucking. Uh, yeah, we got <laughs> a storage somewhere. unit somewhere. Yeah. Happy's got it all. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still yeah. alive? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He doesn't die in Spider Man. He's still alive. So. <laughs> well, he should. He should have a compound. Uh, episode three, though, uh, you've got uh, Kate busting on through, ruining everything. And he's just like, "Oh, great, you tracked me." And he's, she's like, "Yep." And then gets herself captured. And then that's when you see Echo come on down and. Um, uh, interrogates Barton and Bishop about Ronan, who killed her father years prior. Now that all that immediately kind of cast a doubt of was it actually Clint in the suit that did it? Because the history of the Ronan suit is that it's been passed down. It wasn't like Clint didn't make that suit; it was given to him along with the Ronan sword. So that's been a character that's been through history. I think in this case, it is just. He created the suit. I think just for the for the MCU purposes, he created the suit. Um, and he, you know, he's a weapon. You know, he's he's good at what he does. You know, he's he's that he's that missing link between regular people and the Avengers. You know, he can he does the impossible. Uh, so I can't remember. Does it show Echo losing her leg, or does she was just born without one? It I think just, yeah, it, I didn't see the. Uh, it doesn't show her losing one because uh, she's a trans radio amputee, so she's mm-hmm. like below the knee. Yeah, because she has a bend, and uh, and you see that even as a child. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Yeah, because that was I thought that would have been more compelling. Like if you know, like some piece of Chitauri shit came flying at her and cut her goddamn leg off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw that uh, with her as a child, though. Yeah. Uh, because we see that quick scene of her at uh, the boxing match or the fighting match. Yeah, and the, then, the karate. Yes. And then you see Uncle show up and give her a loving little pinch on the cheek. Yeah. And it's just like, at that moment, too, you're just like, oh, that's King Pan. Yeah. She learns very quickly. Pull some Cobra Kai type shit and throws that kid to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but after that, uh, Barton manages to free himself and uh, fend off the tracksuit mafia. Uh, though uh, Lopez uh, breaks his hearing aid in the process. Yeah, and I thought that oh, that's was a knockdown drag out. Oh, I thought that was mm-hmm. awesome seeing him and Echo like have fighting it out, and she just smacks the shit out oh, of she, the side of oh, his yeah. head too. Like smacks his hearing aid out. Yeah, she noticed like, that. Damn. She noticed that shit like when she was talking to him. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's really compelling on the end of his son yes being part deaf and mm-hmm. he's learning sign and you know he's struggling to Well communicate. see I was wondering that I was wondering if his son is part deaf or if the family is starting to learn it in preparation of Clint going deaf I saw the son, it, I, the son is deaf Okay I didn't know that Now now the son is deaf um, and I think it's a good segue of saying, why would Clint Barton know sign language? Mm. Granted, you can always do the MacGuffin. Oh, he's an assassin. He has to talk to you in every second language. 
No. Well, he's he's still kind of shorthands it, like yeah, when he's talking that's, with Echo. That, that's, that's why he shorthands it is because you know he's learning it. Yeah. To speak to his son. Exactly. Another famous person that did this was Al Capone. Oh, okay. Al Capone learned sign language to speak to his son. Okay, I didn't know that. While he was bashing people's brains in with yeah. baseball bats, <laughs> but um, it's a it's a fucked up thing um, that he's going through with his kid, but he's able to use it in the current situation, right? Which I think because they foreshadow it with his son, uh, I think it kind of shocks her a little bit because mm-hmm. he's able to communicate that way, right? And I can imagine someone who only speaks one language coming in and someone that you're going to be working with took the time to learn that mm-hmm. just out of mutual respect, yeah. which is pretty impressive. You know, sign language is hard. I can only sign a little bit kind of like he does, yeah. but it is a fucking hard language to learn. <laughs> a lot of it is simple to like simple gestures, but the yeah. rest of it is very hard. Right. Um, but I do like that. And uh, you see, I've seen that a lot more uh, in movies and television than incorporating have, I've sign language. That too, and I do think that's a really cool aspect. Yeah. You go this stop. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's like like Boba Fett. Yeah, it's not the Boba Fett sign language where he's just like doing hand gestures. Which yeah. <laughs> Disney is watch. pushing out a whole lot of sign language things yeah. in the past like, couple weeks, like uh, the John Wick movies and number two. You know, yeah, the mm-hmm. villain is is deaf, and he tells her he's like, "I'm going to cut your goddamn head off." Yeah, <laughs> if you keep coming. <laughs> Uh, after all this, uh, after that, um, you know, of course, he gets his hearing aid fixed, so on and so forth. Um, uh, we dig into a little bit more with Kazi, which I thought he was a pretty interesting character. Um, That's like her boyfriend almost, ain't it? Yeah, a little bit. He was kind of like the leader of the tracksuits in the comics. Uh, yeah. He had like kind of like a Joker-esque uh, arc. Yeah. But they didn't really touch on that, of course, on all this. Yeah, and all the little references to Uncle and... Um, uh, intending to learn more about the tracksuit mafia as well as uh, Duquesne, um, Kate convinces uh, Clint to infiltrate Eleanor's penthouse and use her company account to access the uh, criminal database. And then when she gets locked out of the system for trying to bypass the security, uh, Duquesne walks in, threatens Ronan with Ronan's sword because he's still got it in his possession after the uh, auction. Yeah. Because he just nabbed Which, that shit on the way yeah, out. With him pulling a sword on Hawkeye, I thought, oh, fuck, it's gonna, they're going to throw down. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he, he kept it simple. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm in someone else's house mm-hmm. with their young daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get weak. <laughs> yeah, which kicks in with episode five. Uh, when I Sorry, episode four. And uh, so, yeah, immediately with that. And I thought that um, I thought that was a very good tense scene because they're basically caught with their pants down. They've got the Eleanor's or the mom's gotten the code that someone's tried to get into the computer. So it's been locked out. Clint's there. Why are they there? Because they're trying to get information on this dude that just pulled a sword on him, and now he's acting like a fanboy. Mom's here now, so it's like with all the little moving pieces was very good mm-hmm. and intricate, and the way it all just kind of got swept under the rug with just Eleanor walking uh, Clint to the elevator and just being like, "Yeah, don't fuck with my daughter." Yeah. Yeah, basically you know don't let her be part of your stupid shit Clint's yeah. like I don't want her to yeah I know I love that reply he's just like I didn't I'm not recruiting her it's like, get this fangirl away from me yeah um, which is kind of a running theme throughout a good chunk of this series too yeah, yeah. Um, 
and you know they do stay in communication yep in a way but it does show like like the extended the extended part of you know parenting mm-hmm. or like i wouldn't want my kid involved in this shit yeah you know because they're not super powered you know they have no way you know they're green yeah. basically you know i don't really have a way of stopping her from getting murdered but got to keep going yeah and he's still you know on the track on, on the lookout for a watch yep that's the whole crux of the whole thing yeah, that, was, that's was his, the watch yeah that's his whole thing yeah you're right uh i forgot to mention that yeah during the uh the break-in when they were uh during the black market auction the tracksuit guys are looking for a watch so it winds up being that uh hawkeye is after the suit while the tracksuit bros are after this MacGuffin watch Mm-hmm. Which is interesting now, and I guess we'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of the episode, but it's why was Kingpin interested in having that watch? I imagine the watch is a key of some sort. Okay. To some shield level shit. Yeah. To some spot that's dead in the water. Right. Okay. That he knows where it's at, but he can't quite get into. And he needs something that belongs to a shield agent. Okay. To get into it. And why not one that's retired? Yeah, I can see it. Uh, yep. Why he wouldn't get Thor's belt, I do not know. <laughs> I was going to say, watch him like turn that compound into his uh, that mysterious compound into his office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Clint checks down Kazi and uh, has that cool little moment with him in the backseat of the car where he's just like, oh, yeah, "I'm trying to be cool with you, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, like, I could just slit your goddamn throat, yeah. but but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so I took don't, your gun. Don't push me. Don't push me. And I love at the end of it, he's like, "Can I have my gun back?" And he's like. No. Really? No. <laughs> no, and he just takes it apart and throws it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I like that gun. <laughs> but yeah, but basically just warns him. He's like, you know, you need to tell, you know, Echo that, you know, she needs to chill because, you know, she's going to, like, mess with the wrong person. And, like, well, he, he's trying to redirect. Ronan's dead. Yeah. That, that, he no longer, he has ceased to be. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you know? He's like, I just fucking know. <laughs> You know, Stop questioning me. <laughs> like, just I, I know, I know you're you're an Avenger and you're a hero, and you don't want to show you know them lying. And it's Disney. I don't understand that, but goddamn it, just say I slit that motherfucker's throat. Yeah, I killed him. I killed him. and took his fucking weapon and used it to chop Thanos' fucking ears off and use him as a necklace. And then shows up with like a necklace of purple ears. Yeah, <laughs> look, purple look, look ears, what? purple ears. <laughs> the horror. The horror. That right there is why doves cry. <laughs> Starts freaking out like fucking uh, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so basically tells him, he's like, you know, you just got to chill out. And then uh, uh, he enlists the group of, he enlists uh, a group of LARPers in retrieving uh, Barton's trick arrows, which I thought that was pretty interesting. Because our, our place was burned down. Yep. Yep. And uh, afterwards, Lorna involves uh, Barton that the watch the tracksuit mafia stole is still sending out signals from an apartment building. Mm-hmm. And they, and I thought that was also a really cool uh, buildup when the two of them go to the apartment. And she goes in, and it's like those little random flashing lights. Oh, but before that, there's the car chase. The car chase yes. was cool. Yes. The car chase is cool because uh, he tries to tell her, don't touch this one. Don't touch that one. You can use this one. And he's just trying to be really cool about her touching his shit. And meanwhile, he can't hear shit either. No. No. And she's just like, hey, which one should I use? 
Yeah. Like, uh, hey, use this one. Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. Hey, I got an idea. And it's just, he's just uh-huh. an echo chamber. Well, because, uh, <laughs> again, another aspect to it is, you know, you've got like fangirling Kate Bishop and then like, I'm too old for this shit, Clint Barton, the entire yeah. time. So it's like, she's trying to ask him all these nerdy questions. Can you sign my bow? You know, what, what's it like being an Avenger? And he's just like, not humoring it at all. And like, by this point, it's kind of to the point where they're having to learn to work together and he's like he's like tried shaking her off mm-hmm. so many times but like a flea she just keeps hopping back yeah. on and being like I'm yeah, not, not leaving happening. you alone you know we're gonna work together and like almost the fact that he can't hear is like a benefit mm-hmm. because all of a sudden he's not hearing the constant drone he can think for a second and then mm-hmm. like they have an idea at the same time and she's like wait Yes, yes, that's what I was saying. He's like, I think that's a good idea. And she's like getting that small boost, but at the same time, it's still a knockdown of like, it's only because he can't hear me. It's like that <laughs> buddy cop thing, kind of like Falcon and Winter Soldier or like mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon or something like that. But I thought they honestly did a good job to where like all of their all of their moments felt earned. It didn't feel like the, oh, here's the new young character next to the old season character. Everything in it felt earned. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So I, I thought she was a very well written character. And the, and the car chase scene, though, you know, he's, you see a lot of the new trick arrows, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, one is uh, the PIM arrow. Yes. And because I love, I love this, the, the whole thing was he's like, hey, shoot as high as you can. Mm-hmm. And then he follows the arrow down, hits it, and it turns into it basically a giant missile. Yeah. <laughs> and then and it it's like, bam. And you're like, God. Damn, you psycho. Can you imagine if he shot that thing at regular speed, like straight at him, and yeah. then, then love tapped the motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and, or like hit the truck, like hit the truck with the Pimero and they just shrunk. Well, yeah. well I was going to say, but they do that yeah. later on. And I love how they even, it's like they shrink the guys and they kind of look at it, they're like, what now? And he's like, I don't know. I only know how to make them small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Al takes them away. Yeah, and you know that Al strips that car apart and eats those people. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Tasty That's, treats for the owl. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to miss them? The, the tracksuit mafia, bro. <laughs> bro. I bet that one guy was in there too. <laughs> and um, yeah, but I thought, but yeah, once they finally get to the um, uh, apartment too, and it's like all the little flashing lights, and she's yeah. like, "What is this?" And then it's like, "Oh." It's a security system for the death. It's like, oh shit, <laughs> you're in the goddamn lion's den. Right. And uh, you get the big fight outside, and then all of a sudden, Yelena shows up. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, the other Black Widow's here. I still haven't seen Black Widow, but. Uh, she she really makes that movie. And that's what you've uh, said over uh, anytime I've asked about it. And she's great in this series. It's too. also, like, just as a callback, she's the girl in Midsummer. Yeah. Okay. The, the one who's having a mental breakdown for an hour and a half. She's yeah. much better in this. And this one, yeah, she's fucking hilarious because she's a hilarious person. Yes. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into that because that's the next episode. Basically, that's what it immediately kicks off with. Yeah. Um, and it shows a quick little flashback to um, Yelena and uh, Black Widow, Sonya, um, trying to help deprogram other Black Widows, which was part of the plot line of the yeah. movie near the end as they're trying to deprogram all these women and you that find were out brainwashed. This one, this one widow that they they find is fine. Yeah. She sees she, she was never brainwashed. She's she just, just like she's on her side. She's on like a little side quest of her own life, mm-hmm. and, and she's like, "I'm getting paid to do this shit. You're not." Yeah, I'm doing fine. And then she goes into the bathroom, and I love this scene. Yes, where she just like looking in the mirror, and she 
She disappears. Yep, because she goes in for the sink to splash her face with a little bit of water. And as soon as she splashes her face with water. That's when the snap happens. Yep, that's when the blip, the snap, the dusting, and then all the different ones. The happening. (laughs) But yeah, and that's really cool because it it comes out, then snap back. And she's where she was. Yep. And I just love the whole, like, that's how that, that's what happened. Yeah, that's that's what all the normal people felt. And I'm just thinking about, imagine if you were snapped in midair you know what i'm saying like people in planes and shit i'm just yeah. like hey i'm going twenty five thousand feet ah! <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. like it, it, it'd be terrified but uh just like people just falling from the sky <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no i do love that transition because the whole bathroom changes this uh, had a whole remodel and then there's like a fucking three-year-old just sitting there <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like mommy who the fuck is that <laughs> who the fuck oh, are you elena that's where you've been how, you're, how are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah you i might your friend didn't leave in such a dramatic fashion but i mean shit since you're back let me tell you about everything no i'm still doing this shit <laughs> and like she she has to break the news to her about the Avengers, yep. What's what happened and the death of her Black sister? Widow. Yep. And to add on that, we get a nice little post-credit scene in Winter Soldier, Falcon, where she's being told by Elaine from Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> yeah, that you know, Miss Mrs. Actually, uh, that's in the Black Widow movie. That's the uh, that's, yeah, that's the post Yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, she gets told that hey, you know, Hawkeye killed your killed your sister yep and it's not it's the fucked up thing is she tries to tell her sister what happened between her and hawkeye in mm-hmm. the movie in the black widow movie because they go back to her old place and there's these holes all in her wall and it's arrow holes because you can see where it streaks out a little bit yeah and that's where hawkeye tried to kill black widow a long time ago and right. that's what they talk about in that's it's a it's a forever callback joke of hey do you remember budapest Right. No, That's you remember what, that. You remember that different from what I do because you were trying to murder me, you piece of shit. <laughs> but like that was so, so she's on under, my list. she's she's on the understanding that Hawkeye did try to kill her at one time and then eventually did kill her. Yeah. In a accidental fashion mm-hmm. right uh, but but of course that's not how it's framed to her but it's it works just, it works out because mm-hmm. this whole this whole series is based on revenge. Yep. Uh, and it just it just works out great uh, because. She's on par with mm-hmm. him, and he, he she could rightfully just kill him, and that's when Hawkeye kind of just puts a stop to it. He's like, "Nope, nope, I'm not helping you doing anything. Go back to your fucking life. You will have a normal life because that is a Black Widow assassin. Yep, whoever hired her really wants to have me murdered and will kill you without any fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and since, Echo, and since the, Kate going back right back to her mama crying, and, and then that's when she's like, "Look, you've got to look into the Duquesne." You've yeah. got to look into him. Like, shit yeah. is going wrong. And he's still just this goofy motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I, you know, you've got to promise me to look into this. He's a dangerous person, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, the next clip you see, he's getting arrested. And he's just like, yes, I've been framed. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was. He what, was. What, he's like, whatever did I do? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's just like looking back on it now. And it's like, poor dude. He's just sitting here. He's like, I've lo- he keeps he's just like, yes, darling, I would do that. And he was like, yes, I would do the same thing if I found this information out. But we'll, we'll have this cleared up in a matter of no time. 
I'm like, this is none of this makes sense. I'm so sorry, honey. He's like being so sweet about it. The guy that plays him is just so fucking great at I that. know, I know. <laughs> and like he does the whole, you know, fucking up the sayings and stuff, uh-huh. which really makes it like puts a cherry on top of it all. Yeah. It's just like, no, that's not that's not what that means, honey. <laughs> yes. Like, you goofy bastard. <laughs> you get these sayings just like you mismatch. Yes. <laughs> and then uh um, training cats and piss outside. And then her mom was like, you know, look, I've got all that shit taken care of. Grab your shit, come back home. You know, just, yeah. just live home with me. So it's like she goes back home, and then sure enough, that's where Yelena is hanging out. Great intro oh, God. of her throwing the can, cap grabs it, and she's like, Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she she's She's very laid back for a hardcore killer, and she's like that in the movie. And apparently yeah. the scene uh, where they have the uh, back and forth was all improv, or mostly improv. Yeah, yeah it's like they kind of knew where they needed to go with it, but like both actresses were allowed like the room to just be like, well, it's girls' night. You know, yeah. write, write your dialogue. Like, how, how would y'all chat? It's like, oh, no, I came to New York. I wanted to see... See Times Square, Central Park. The she's new like, and improved uh, Statue of Liberty. She's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to see all of that. And like, he's, she's like, have you seen the tree? He's like, yeah, the tree. How can I forget? You uh-huh. know, 30 Rock. You know, 30 uh-huh. Rock, Philip Plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. I, 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 and, and, and Santa and his super-powered reindeer. reindeer? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had reindeer? It's greasy it's ve- as fuck. It's very <laughs> tough. <laughs> and like... She kind of gives off this very like, ah, Bob. Like, like, the, like, 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 you know, I could fucking kill you right now if I want like to. Kate Bishop has that laugh, like, ah, yeah. ah. you you slit people's throats while their family watched. Yeah, but also love the line of, uh, she's like, sit down, eat. I would have killed you already if I wanted to. And Kate's like, yeah, yeah, you've actually had a lot of moments you could have killed me. She's like, right? Like, as soon as you walked in, she's like, yeah, as soon as I walked in the door, she's like, yeah. So, like, if I would have killed you, I would have done it. Sit down. Eat. She's basically <laughs> Russian lady bro. Do you, not, do you not like the mac and cheese? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, put the pot in her face. Do you not like it? <laughs> and she's like, no, you go ahead. And she's just dumping hot sauce. <laughs> and the thing, that was the actress's choice. They were like, you know, they're like, we're going to have to eat in this scene. She's like, macaroni and cheese. She's like, if we have to eat, I can eat well, an entire it's, it's thing very, of macaroni and cheese. It's very simple. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. quick and it's like, you sure you don't want it? It's good. She's like, I know it's good. God damn it. <laughs> So it's like even down to that point that she, the actress that was playing her, she's like, no, if we're eating that day, it's going to be macaroni and cheese. I got to have and, it. And they go into the whole discussion of like, hey, look, I have Why to- do you keep saying my whole name? Yeah. Like, Hello, do Kate you just Bishop. keep saying it because you know it? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Kate Bishop. It's like Joey Diaz. Listen here, Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. Listen to me, Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Listen, Kate Bishop. Yeah. But it's funny. It's funny because, you know, she tries to elaborate. As, as as quick as she can like hey I need to kill Clint Barton yeah where the fuck is he I know you know mm-hmm. don't lie to me mm-hmm. I know you know um, and you know I didn't kill you because you're not really a threat to me and that was like the biggest blow I yeah think. I think the biggest punch of the stomach like, like you're nothing to you me fucking so weak ass bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> Clint Barton's a killer. I'm a killer. <laughs> and, You're the thing, not. and the thing is, is that, well, maybe, maybe, yeah, she did kill some people. The, Kate Bishop did kill people. Yeah, by this point, definitely. Yeah, she blew up that van. Uh, but the thing is, yeah. too, is like, like eight you, men in that van. That <laughs> scene is so well written because 
only because we have the context of all the Marvel movies, we know Clint Barton, despite his flaws, is still a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, despite, you know, I mean, what human hasn't gone through, you know, a year or two, maybe not killing people. This is an exaggerated universe, but a couple years of not being their best. A you dark know? period, if you will. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're just not being your we best. We all did weird shit during the Bush years. <laughs> I'm in my dark period. No. <laughs> but it's like, so I'm, I'm just sitting here going, so it's metal. like, you know, using the extreme version of yeah. the superhero. It's like, you know, so despite his flaws, he is a good person. But Yelena has Kate in every which way. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, well, how long have you known him? She's like, two weeks. Two, two weeks. And she's like, yeah. 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 He's a killer. Yeah, exactly. So it's like she's got the upper hand with her part of the argument so well. And it's like, that's why you're just like, fuck. Because it's like from her perspective, she's on point. She's got it in the bag. But it's like we as the viewer know the true perspective and the perspective that Kate is trying to explain the start that she's already kind of seen, but doesn't have all the history that we have. And that, I think, is what's made it a great scene, is Yelena's able to say so many things that we as fans could, like, knock her back and go, no, that's not the truth. What about this, this, and this? Kate doesn't have it. She's no. only got two weeks. And that, and I think she, that she, moment right there casted a small bit of doubt in her mind. When she was like, how long do you know? have you known him? She's like, two weeks i feel like that was a moment that actually cracked her a little bit and you know there's some aspects of even the whole infinity war in game that people like her wouldn't know yeah exactly yeah there's just like the the subtleties of hey you know black widow sacrificed herself Mm -hmm. and i tried my best to stop only right only one person truly knows that story yeah red skull <laughs> <laughs> Even he's like smoking a cigarette, like God damn, you guys are knocked down, dragging out on suicide. Huh? <laughs> he's like putting out a little smoke, <laughs> and then like the smoke comes out of his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, I have one shit. of these. It says forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Becomes Al Pacino. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, all that'd the- be a great Red Skull. Tell me that would motherfucker be yeah, yeah. would. <laughs> and, hey, uh, Steve. <laughs> all this time, um, Clint's been recovering at Grill's apartment, and uh, they get like all these costumes made. Because in the background, Kate's I been lo- making I- all these background deals with the Larpers, being like, "You get me the swords, you know, I'll get you materials for costumes, and, you like, know, shit like that. Love, you may get shot, but you're gonna get some badass, you know, fake costumes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love the the little drawing she does of the original Hawkeye costume. Yes, he's, like, he's like, why the fuck would I wear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look stupid as shit. Branding. Branding, Clint. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> and, um, let's see, um, Barton does uh, dons the Ronin suit one more time and confronts uh, Lopez at the auto shop in which he killed her father. Uh, during the fight, he unmasks himself and attempts to convince her to let go of the vendetta and leave his family alone. Can we, uh, just, just real quick. I love that she's there. Okay, she's there. She's waiting to see. Batman auto repair. Yeah. I love that too. Uh, She's there. She's waiting for Ronan. And, you know, she's deaf, so she's not going to hear the faint screams of men. And and sorry, (laughs) not to cut you off, but I forgot. Reading that reminded me of my favorite tracksuit moment. It was the scene right before that where they're driving and they have the. uh, We're not. We don't look like Royal Tenenbaums. That that was that scene. And the. uh, the arrow goes through the windshield, stops and just enough, bloop. yeah, and a little bloop, and it's just like you know, t- 
tell you know you, uh, tell her to meet me at the auto shop tonight you know, tell tell me to tell her to meet, uh, meet me where Ronan yeah. uh, first uh, met she'll know where it is and they're like we're not Echo and it's just like motherfucker <laughs> we take it to her yeah. but like it, that's another scary part he could have just killed that one right immediately right? oh yeah <laughs> that could have just been going through his skull and this is like the nuke the nuke come out right it was his forehead and be like bloop, bloop. it's like Monty Python where he's like where he gets the arrow in him message for you sir <laughs> but uh yeah the whole that, the whole thing when he's just like sneaking up behind him yes and just goes floom floom and they're just disappearing and being dragged into cars like it's a fucking horror movie yes. and it's like what the fuck and uh, she finally sees it and he's just like look god damn it <laughs> I'm, I'm real tired of your bullshit yeah. I've had to call my family like three times to say I'm not gonna make it you know how many flights I missed bitch <laughs> this shit it's like sure they're refunding me like partial ticket fees but yeah. like I'm still paying like the the like convenience fees each time like this is like an extra 300 bucks tony stark's not around he doesn't yeah. give us money did you not see the winter soldier series <laughs> yeah they destroyed the quinjet okay yeah. um, but the whole fight itself was really well done and it shows off when he's intent yeah. on hurting someone it shows it very well now she gets a few good blows in mm-hmm. but in the end of the day He's fucking her up. Oh yeah, and I love how she uses that leg. Yes, as a uh, as a crux to it because it's basically like getting hit with a baseball bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and he realizes it real quick. He's like, "All right, I want to chop this other fucking bitch's leg off." I swear to God. But he tells her, you know, you you know, we talked about it. Like he explains, "Look, I didn't kill you, fucking daddy, because I hated you. Look, I killed your daddy because he was a criminal, and I'm a weapon. Yeah, just like you're being weaponized right now. You know, you you someone put you down this path." And it's a bad path. And I was expecting like some weird, like hardcore, like Western stuff, you know? Yeah. Like some Western message is like, look, I'll put down all the guns in the valley, bitch. <laughs> like I'm, I'm killing everyone. I'll do it again, dude. And hell's coming. Do it again. I'll do it again. But uh, like it, it kind of got like that vibe. Like, look, I'm doing you a service yeah by letting you walk away from this now you could take take it however you want i didn't kill your dad because i hated him i killed your dad because i was directed to mm-hmm. you know no no harm no foul but if you want to it kind of reminded me of the kill bill but, but it was like i was directed by your boss yeah but it also reminded me of the kill bill type situation where he, she whether she kills bernita green yeah and she just tells that little girl hey look i killed your mama in your house but now, but if you want to come after me, you better be fucking ready. <laughs> you're will, not ready. <laughs> so I will kill you, little 10-year-old girl. <laughs> Just cuts her fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I thought all that was really great. And especially because, like I said, that was this episode was just ripe with drops that Kingpin was coming. Fat Man Auto, this, that, and the other. Your boss was the one that hired the hit. You know, the big bad, the mm-hmm. uncle. It's like, there, it's just left and right little and references. And he gives her the subtle, the subtle thing. He's like, hey, I was there to kill your dad, but someone else wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yeah, use that information how you want to. And, and then, that's why she starts questioning Kazi a little bit at the end of the dude, episode. I thought she was going to f- just kick the shit out oh, of Kazi. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she was just like, why weren't you there at that meeting? Mm-hmm. Actually, she was more like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can make aggressive fun of signs aggressively. <laughs> it's okay. We can make fun of the deaf on here. They're not going to listen to this. <laughs> but uh, so it's like you know. Yeah, I thought she was about to start whipping ass because he was just kind of like, uh, I wasn't asked. But baby, but was, baby, but I, baby. I was sick. I was sick. A <laughs> chew. <Yeah. laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> and then she gets on that murder cycle. She's like, I should kick the shit out of you. <laughs> and uh, clips back to uh, Kate and Hawkeye at um, Girl's House uh, recovering this and the other. And then Kate gets a random text from Yelena because they apparently traded numbers during their girls' They're night. They're now. Yes. And uh, shows a quick video of Kingpin and Eleanor mm-hmm. conversing. And that was our first little scene of Kingpin back in the MCU. Cue the Triple H music. Bow down to the king. <laughs> And as goofy as it was, I do love uh, Clint's reply to it. He was like, well, that's the guy I've been worried about this entire time. It's just like, oh, yes. Because, you know, (laughs) even for Kingpin, he's not worried about S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. You know, he's there's something about Kingpin, too, that um, that puts him on the level of an Avengers. Yeah, because he's because he's street level, but but. But he's street level, but he's the kingpin of the street level. You know, mm-hmm. you can see him being like the uh, the Sam Jackson, J- uh, Sam Jackson level of like the villain side. Yeah, you know the one that calls the shots. And oh yeah, for sure. My favorite kingpin, and it probably is yours, is the the Spider Man television show. Oh yeah, where he's grabs Spider Man. He's like, I'm 380 pounds. I can crush you like the bug you and, are. And he says, I'm two percent body fat. I'm just like, <laughs> God damn you, bald bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> And he just starts crushing them and shit. But, like, and I will say they have overpowered him a little bit. Really? From the Daredevil series. Well, from the... Okay, so let's go ahead and get into that. So episode six immediately kicks in, and you automatically notice some visual differences in this version. It is Vincent D'Onofrio. We got him back. But even just the way they shot him. Yeah, he's taller. Uh-huh. Like, they, like they, camera they, angles. Yeah, they, they do the, the Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson shit. They made him look bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, they close up on his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his upper shoulders and uh, head. His so, walk has a good thud to it. Yes, like a hut. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, we're watching Mandalorian now. So, well, I guess he's a Mandalorian anyway. But still, yeah, Boba Fett. Yeah, sorry, Book of Boba Fett. But no, um, the Fett Man. (laughs) I'm the Fett Man. That's old reference there. But but no, uh, really cool scene with him and Eleanor. Uh, Basically, she's just like, I'm fucking out, and he's just like, God damn it <laughs> but he said he tried he tried to be calm about it which i think is really good because that, that was the crux of kingpin and the daredevil mm-hmm. thing yeah. was, he doesn't oh, no, need he's to. very he's very calm throughout the whole thing there's only a handful of scenes in every season where he loses his goddamn mind and when he does he flies totally off the handle oh yeah when they when they introduced him and showed him like bashing a dude's head in with a car door mm-hmm. i'm just like Fuck. That's what we needed. Yeah. You know, that's what should what Michael Clark Duncan should have been in that Ben Affleck movie. Oh, yeah. I know it. <laughs> that's what he should have been. And then, you know, the whole Punisher fight scene. Mm-hmm. And then in the I don't know, you probably haven't seen it, but the season three of Daredevil where it's uh, what's his name? Bullseye trying to kill Kingpin and Daredevil fighting him at the same time. Yeah. And it's a three way fight and it is a knockdown drag out because he picks up bullseye and breaks his back damn and throws his body halfway across the room and daredevil's 
like okay i guess i gotta fight kingpin now because yeah. it's like because it's, it's a three-way fight they all hate each other so yeah. they're trying to like last man standing battle royale and they made him like like thor bjornson strong mm-hmm. uh you know like um Thor Bjornsson was the strongest man for the longest time. Right. Just kind of um, like just superhuman, but not like, uh, you know, God plausibly, level. Plausibly. Yeah. He was like six foot eight, 380 pounds. He could throw a pony keg in the air like 40 feet. Right. And that's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> a full pony keg just going, hi <laughs> I tried to explain that to my dad. I'm like, yeah, uh, that's part of their strongman thing. They take a full keg and throw it in the air. Uh-huh. And like, he's like, catch. He's like, why the fuck would they do that? I'm like, it's so strength. It's just, it's because it's, he can. Doesn't that scare it's a, you? It's a strongman contest. The dude is called the Mountain. Yeah. Okay. In Game of Thrones, he plays a man called the Mountain. He decapitates a horse. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. But like, that's who I want to see back in the MCU is someone like the Mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the mountain. <laughs> the prowess version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But uh, I also want to see, you know, they do make him a little bit more super strength. Yes. And one. I was going to say, I, but I like that, though, because oh, he, no, he I t- do. I do. Yeah, I just, yeah. Because he it takes was, a couple arrows to the chest and he's just like, the fuck? Click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and. You know, he takes it. He takes an explosion. Yeah. Well, one of the first scenes we see him like doing actual. He rips a car door off. Yep. And at first, I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> I, didn't th- I was not expecting him. Yeah. And God damn, ripping it off the hinges. Come here, you stupid bitch. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. And then he's going toe to toe with Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, and it is a knockdown dragout. Oh, is, absolutely. It is, it is a bad fight to watch because. You he, feel for that girl at times. I, at, first, like, at, first, I, at first, I thought he was going to stab her mm-hmm. with one of those arrows. And, oh yeah, and like mm-hmm. break her back like he did Bullseye because I was mm-hmm. like, because he's ferocious. He's, oh yeah, he, he reminds me of like Butterbean fighting Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> but I was happy with that fight scene because it showed that Disney's not going to be afraid to pull another car door sequence that they have to. Mm-hmm. That still showed his brutality to me. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you caught it, but he had like a web. Mm, a mm-hmm. web a web uh, arrow which yeah. I thought was pretty badass yep uh, it was electrified because uh, we do get a montage of them making the arrows yes and he's just like hey don't don't touch that one yeah no no no, no don't touch that one. he's like I made that one don't don't touch that one <laughs> he's this like one, this that's, one's mine. that was Trust the big me. kaboom yes. arrow. that's the coyote yeah <laughs> the wild coyote arrow <laughs> it says acme on it yeah acme <laughs> what does it do whatever the fuck I want it to yeah. do whatever the writer needs it to do <laughs> thanks to Pim like, oh yeah like it, it just seems like that's another thing you know Hank Pim and Scott Lang been like hey yeah we can we'll give Hawkeye a couple Pim particles and See what he could do with it. Yeah. Not like... Not like, that, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Yeah, nothing <laughs> go wrong if him, like, accidentally, you know, shooting one into a human being and turning him 40 foot tall, <laughs> being a monster, an amazing <laughs> colossal man, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all this, Kingpin's like, fuck all this, and hires uh, Kazi uh, to, let's see, I think it was... Uh, before the, it was before this, so they have the dinner part, uh, the the banquet. Kazi attempts to assassinate Eleanor on Kingpin's orders. That's what it was. And so we got the banquet scene, mm-hmm. and we get the Ren Fair guys. Uh, yes, the Larpers. You know, it's all a team. Yes, it's a, it a makeshift team, and I love that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like they're all cops too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they 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 understand a the little, stealthiness of yeah, it. Yeah. They're all cops and firefighters. And the subtlety that they need to do. They're playing roles. Yeah, they're playing roles. <laughs> Live action role play. <laughs> If you will, um, but I just thought it was pretty funny because mm-hmm. uh, the way the way that it was shot, and it's just like, 
uh, I got Tango one coming down the road. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You know, he's just like, where the fuck she go? I don't know. The fat guy's like, I don't know where the fuck she went. <laughs> All right, I really don't. All right. You're like, oh god damn it. Yeah, and, and then uh, Yelena shows up, and I love the uh, the fight scene or chase scene dude, rather had, between like, her and a wild Kate. ass look too. That oh, fucking yeah. hair, that fucking braided mohawk she had. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fucking metal, man. <laughs> totally, because she, she looked like that girl from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, like, uh-huh. the video game, and that's a wild, wild fucking game. But you know, she had that fucking look. And I love Kate Bishop's first thing is let me go follow the assassin. Yeah, yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but I love how she's just like Kate Bishop. Don't get in my way. She's and she like, gets in her way. Uh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. then just, and then they're like stuck in the elevator together. She's like, uh, and then she like reaches down to press one of the buttons, smacks it. She goes, "Don't." Do yeah. it, yeah. and it's like that's what starts the whole it's fight a, it's a, scene. It's a fucking Three Stooges scene. It I really know. Is. It's it's what it starts that? And like she spins it around, takes her jacket off, and goes <laughs> like a fucking child. <laughs> and she's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> and I love because she does the move, yeah, that Black Widow and Hawkeye do, which is to hop out of the window, yep, uh, with a grappling. Um, and you know she does the whole fall mm. and is running down to get to the bottom yes. of the building. And Kate Bishop's like, "I could do that. Fuck right. it. Fuck, 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 fuck." Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to die." That, uh, that's all I could think of when I saw that scene. Just the dialogue in my head, just being fuck, 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 fuck. fuck I do fuck, like Kazi thinking he could get the drop on Hawkeye. Yeah, and Hawkeye like catching the laser. And his eyes is like, okay, fine. Right. <laughs> and he's like, good shot. He's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was thought for a second they were going to do like a bullseye type character. Yeah. Like bringing him in last, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have fit um, because eventually, you know, the Kate Bishop Elena thing uh, goes off. And then it's. Clint's stuck in a tree. Clint gets stuck in a tree. Uh, and then it becomes. The Battle of Rockefeller Plaza. Yes. Yeah, which I thought was badass. Yeah, because it's just feet. It's, it looked like a, one of the Spider-Man games where you got to do yes. one of the, one of the, one of the warehouse missions where yes. it's just thugs feeding into yes. the place. And so I was like, oh, man, now we're going to have to, you know, burn out through all these arrows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched the guy online. He was an archer. He explained, like, he, he went through movies and television shows, but Hawkeye, he really did. And he was talking about realism. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really how you shoot a bow and arrow that fast. Yeah, you know, you move you move your arm with your shoulders. And he was talking about how she's just like letting off shot after shot. And he's like, "Yeah, that's exactly how you do that." Yeah. So there was some type of training um, for that, which I really, really respect. You oh know, yeah, because uh, you don't want to do like some. You want it to look real. Well, you don't want to do like some Carrie L's fucking men in tight shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me up there with a bow and arrow just falling, a, falling <laughs> over and shit. Yeah. Um, or like pulling it back and the whole bow just crumpled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the whole, they're all feeding into there. And he's like, I got to get you out of that tree. I'll figure it out. And they decide to shoot an acid fucking yes. an acid and he's error. like don't do it she's like I'm even less you're counting down to jump out I'm doing this thing and he <laughs> looks at the owl the owl looks him dead in the face he's like what the fuck are you doing in this what you doing in my house what you doing in my house <laughs> yep and then uh, yeah, falls down has the big old fight scene with everyone and then Yelena shows up and proceeds to whip Hawkeye's ass yeah cause she's younger and 
you know, he's five years old. And I will and say this. Yeah. There was a scene in which I think she had like a bar or something. Like she had like a blunt object. Yes, her stick. Uh, and, yes. And was just wailing on this motherfucker's face. Mm-hmm. And they clip back and he's got like a little gash, like the tiniest gash on the side of his forehead. And I'm just like. Yeah. After seeing Endgame and seeing how fucked up Tony Stark looked and shit, I was expecting him to be a little bit more bruised up. That was the only moment that took me out of the series. No, well, she was just wailing on his face, dude. And then he just looks back up. He's like, oh. But it's a Christmas series for the kids. <laughs> Fuck that. He's getting beat to death like a, like a We saw dead hit. Vision. We saw Vision's corpse walking around in WandaVision. Again. We can deal with Clint Barton having a few more little ouchy bruises on his face. I will say yeah. she was whooping his ass like she was the LAPD. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it was bad. It then, was bad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. For him to only have a little mark on his forehead, well, I call it shenanigans. You got to suspend some disbelief. Shenanigans. 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 Okay. Well, next time the Spider Man shows up and not rips someone's rib cage out, yes. when he like does this to them. <laughs> I'll suspend disbelief on that one and call shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> These realistic fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. Or the video games. That's what I love. The realistic. Like, no, you can't. Spider-Man doesn't kill anyone in the video games. He kicks. I kicked a dude like going 80 miles an hour off mm-hmm. a building. Yeah. You can do that in pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the Batman games, you're doing 85 miles an hour at a right angle turn and you're just hitting everybody with a Batmobile that weighs probably like four tons. <laughs> yeah. They're dead. They're, they're, they're dust. Dead. They are, yes. They're dust. <laughs> they're, they are blood. <laughs> fueling the engine of my hate it's comic, <laughs> it, comic book logic man yeah but uh no she he does take a fucking ass whooping and mm-hmm. i do love the callback um to where he does the whistle yes now, now in the in the black widow movie uh they use the whistle as a as a signaling device since they're children children um and he he has to explain it. He's because she starts flipping the fuck out a little bit, like Batman did or Justice League. How do you know that? What the fuck did you know that from? He's like, yeah. no, your your sister. Yeah, they did to- kind of have the uh, Martha moment there, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> yeah, but it was it wasn't as bad. It was earned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because we have like twenty five movies to go yeah. by. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, or as uh, Brendan Lee Mulligan, a tapestry yes. of the responsibility is power, <laughs> which will all that 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 better be on the fucking thing. Like when they make it the whole set, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it is it is subtle because he's like, no, you don't understand. You know, your sister told me about this because uh, you know we've been fighting bad guys together for a very long time uh, since before. Iron Man, you could argue, because you see Hawkeye first and Thor, mm-hmm. which happens concurrently around Iron Man. Um, so, yeah, so they've been fighting together for about two decades. Yeah. Plus, they tried to kill each other before that. So, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how most friendships are formed anyway? In the Avengers, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's what they call having a history together. But no, uh, eventually uh, Belova spares him and leaves. Uh, Kingpin tries to stop Eleanor from escaping, but Bishop arrives and incapacitates him with Barton's trick arrows, and then uh, Eleanor's arrested by uh, the police for Armand's murder. Then after that, Kingpin escapes and is confronted by Echo, and a gunshot is heard. But he's not dead. We all know that. I think he, he can't took, be I think, dead. I think, I, think, I think he took a bullet to the mouth and lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent Dobber has been shot in the head before. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did the, a full metal jacket. Remember? He did with the fucking uh, <laughs> seven six two millimeter. Yes. <laughs> God damn. And I will say, um, props to the actress. Great manipulation uh, through the actress's part uh, when she was, when the mom was getting arrested. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
is this what heroes do? Arresting their mothers on Christmas? And she's just like, fuck you, mom. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. Not just no. But it's just like, it's just like, even just like, that was a good little like, because family tries pulling that kind of that's, shit. That's what, that's that was what, like a family moment. That's it what was like, just like, ooh, that was good. That's when Hawkeye should have sh- showed up and kicked her in the face. I'm like, we Kwanzaa, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the final wrap up is, uh, of but, course, Clint well, finally. But, well, uh, Kingpin disappears. Well, yeah, yeah. We don't see we don't yeah. see him after um, we don't, the gunshot. Gun that's why yeah. that's what that goes to the whole why I think he survived the gunshot was he took a fucking explosive to the chest. Yeah. So... Because that was the follow-up think, scene, it's the explosive and him down. getting away. I think he goes down and Echo gets away. And then he p- comes up like Undertaker or something. Like, Motherfucker. <laughs> well, I've seen some... Uh, Hell's Bell starts playing. I've yep. seen some breakdown videos and some, too many people to you know reference, so it's like, you know, sorry, I'm not going to call out names. But um, in the comic series, there was a run in which King Pl- Kingpin was blind. So they're going, maybe he got shot in the face... And during his recovery, he still has his eyesight missing. Mm. So oh, that, can, that might see, be something they go like that. one eye missing or some shit or mm-hmm. shit view. Because you know, he, he took a beating. Oh, yeah. But he gave it back. Yep. He gave it back blow for fucking blow, man. Everyone. I'm just waiting for like one of these villains on his level just to show up one time in like a Thor movie or a Hulk movie. Yeah. And been like, yeah, I could take him. Yeah. Okay. Again, I don't see him in a. He'll be in, he'll be in those movies, but he'll be like a. a I think he'd go toe to toe with Hulk. I can, no. I see him more of like in a like I was I saying. Think Hulk or, could rip his fucking head off I agree with that. <laughs> and pop it like a fucking Coke bottle. <laughs> I see him again like a Sam Jackson role, but on the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, dark side, and maybe doing like fights with the you know the street level and uh, uh, along with this, uh, he's able to get that watch back. Yes. Uh, so that, that Kate Bishop also, was able to get that watch out of that building. Yes. So that's kind of the wrap up. The next day, uh, Clint returns back to the family home with uh, Lucky the pizza dog and the new adopted Clint, uh, the new adopted Hawkeye in tow. And yeah, um, yeah in which he hands over the watch, and you kind of learn that um, his wife was Mockingbird. Yes. Which kind of made some of the agents of Shield fans a little upset because there was already a mockingbird in that series but in the comics mockingbird and hawkeye dated okay and that's what's kind of alluded to with that watch is that was her watch when she was an agent of shield yeah because it says the shield logo on the back yeah uh which i thought that that was the crux of it that that that's why she wasn't there mm-hmm. maybe she's in hiding i thought you know when i first saw the watch it kind of reminds me of like when i first saw uh Boomhauer's wallet, you know, yeah. your whole brain just started like, firing <laughs> off. Oh shit, he's been keeping an eye on Dale this whole time because Dale's a domestic terrorist, and it's the nineties, and the government kills domestic terrorists in terrible Texas-based Waco disasters. <laughs> Death on Rainy Street. Yes, <laughs> want to see that movie? Just ATF helicopters dropping in. They ain't gonna move on in, man. We, we got them dang old uh, trapped in the house, man. Dang, no, 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 no. Kids, kids in the house. <laughs> but uh, 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 but like at first, I thought, you know. Maybe Kingpin needed it to get something that was his at mm-hmm. one time. Um, and, you know, the MacGuffin. Yeah. You know, just something uh, they could have alluded to. Um, or, you know, we would always speculate on these, and Marvel just does whatever the fuck they want to. Oh, yeah. Which I love. Still, you know, it still, <laughs> still keeps you on your toes. You got your fan theories? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, unless you're Patton Oswalt, you can predict it. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, for like 20 years prior. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, man, it's just it it's a fun out, series. It, yeah, it, it was it was more fun than I will say the uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'd me, agree. To me, it was mm-hmm. more fun. Uh, granted, that did have its fucking moments though. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I just love. I know they they film the bigger movies when they do the shows and stuff. I would have just loved a cameo maybe from Falcon. Yeah, or maybe Winter Soldier because they are in New York. I kind of mm-hmm. love that the series just kind of leaves uh, plenty of meat on the bone for like uh, further um, further content too, whether it's Kingpin or Yelena and mm-hmm. uh, you know Kate Bishop. I'm sure she's gonna be more involved. Oh yeah, with, uh, I think I too. think uh, with um, what's her name from WandaVision, the uh, Shield agent, mm-hmm. um, Kate Bishop, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I think you have a good starting point for like Young Avengers or West Coast Avengers. Um, plus, you know, Yelena could be, you know, the White Widow. Yeah. Whatever whatever you need them to be, they can't be. Because the original uh, Avengers are kind of aging out now, so. Yeah, well, Steve Rogers is an old man. Yeah. And uh, the Hulk turned back to a human being. Yeah. Uh, which, I don't know if you have caught that yet um, in the Shang-Chi uh, post-credit scene. I haven't seen that yet. Um, in that one, the rings, they bring the ten rings to uh, old boy. How's it named Ming? What's his name? Um, uh, um, fuck. Anyway, you are terrible nerds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, today, I was already looking something else up, so my Asian, brain was in a the, different place. He brings the ten ring because Shang Chi gets the ten rings, right? Uh, and he brings them to uh, old boy from Doctor Strange, the Asian fella. Yeah, and he's got he's on a telecommunications call with Captain Marvel and the Hulk, and they're trying to figure out what Wong the f- Wong. <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to figure out, hey, there's something in these rings that are giving off a signal. Which was probably you know the Eternals you know, ties into that. So mm-hmm. Not one ring to uh, rule them all or nah, anything nah, like nah, that. No, none of that shit. None of that. <sighs> Dude, I saw a meme for that for the Captain Planet one. It was fucking hilarious. It shows them all with the Captain Planet rings, and it's like, but they were deceived. There was one ring, and I'm yes. just like, and it shows my T. <laughs> so a matter of time before Disney buys that out. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would love a reboot of Captain Planet. That'd be fucking metal as hell. That I was talking about Lord of the Rings, but also that. <laughs> oh no, nah. Lord of the Rings is played out. Like HBO is doing that. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbit's fucking. <laughs> well, <that's> a- <laughs> just, just some elven ass. <laughs> as a wrap up here, uh, this is basically the last um, Disney Plus Marvel series for 2021 that came out. So mm-hmm. between WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, and Hawkeye, how would you rate them? Like one to five, like in order. Oh man, oh. I really like this this one. Um, maybe Loki. First. I would say Loki's probably my favorite out of all of them so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision number mm-hmm. two, yeah. Hawkeye. Uh, what if is last? I, I wasn't a fan of that. I've only seen a couple episodes of What If. I watched them all and I just it was cool. Yeah, to finally see it. It was cool. You know, yeah, your knowledge in it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the guys who really wrote the original. You know, worked really hard on it. Um, yeah, but. I just don't have. I don't know. I just. I've just never had the the interest in that. But if it's cool, I'll watch it. Like I'm a. I'm the Batman DC guy. So yeah. yeah. But I'm uh, still consuming all these all this Marvel content because you know I'm basically I've grown up with all this stuff now. I've watched um, these characters for over 15 years. But now. because you has have HBO Max, I recommend checking out that one season of Swamp Thing. Yeah. Because I'd be curious to see that the quality is right up there with Disney. Okay. It is the qual. I will say the quality that the Warner Brothers put in to making that the Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers. Don't worry, it's gonna be one left soon. <laughs> Don't worry, Disney will kill one of them in front of the other one. <laughs> Sell me, 
sell me. No, they're going to make them fight to the death. (laughs) (laughs) Some Calvin Candy type shit from Django. (laughs) Go ahead. Finish it. Finish him up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd be. I'm pretty similar with you guys. Loki was still my favorite. Um, WandaVision definitely number two, and uh, Hawkeye would probably have to be three. Uh, And then yeah, Falcon. Then what if? Because yeah, again, it was nice seeing the what if series. That was fun. It was nice popcorn enjoyment. You know when it was out. I think they could have shoehorned in maybe one of the characters from those other series. Yeah, I could see into this last one for the year. You know. Because uh, they did so well with the end of WandaVision with the, hey, you know, we got a bigger battle out there. Yeah. And they're, you know, drafting her to come out there. Um, and, you know, with all the new trailers dropping, you know, with the new multiverse of madness mm-hmm. um, dropping, which I'm still, I didn't like the trailer. Um, it looks like just. The Doctor Strange one? Yeah, it looks like they gave away too much. Like, I want to say stuff I'm going to be looking for. And I know how Disney is, what they did with the Star Wars, but when it comes to Marvel, they're pretty straight on forward with it. Um, uh, and I'm just like, they're going to make her a bad guy. And I don't like it. I've got, I got a feeling. But, you know, I, I could be fucking it. wrong. I wanted Danny DeVito to be Uncle Ben. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> then I said Joey Diaz, but you know, I know. You can't always I, get what I, you want. I at least called back to that on our because I know you hadn't listened to the Spider Man episode because you still want to see the movie. But mm-hmm. no, I, I call back a reference to that. I said, so Chris isn't here. He's, he's going to be very upset that Joey Diaz was not in Spider Man. Hey, Pete, how's that hot ass hit me? <laughs> how's your head doing? She found somebody. Uh, she ain't fucking some nerd with a stupid name, is she? Like happy, happy. happy. Oh, with some gay lord shit like that. <laughs> well, that has been the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. I guess the next one we'll be reviewing is Book of Boba Fett when it mm-hmm. wraps up. Because spoiler alert, we're enjoying the hell out of that. This is a pretty good series so far. It's pretty damn cool. Well, on that note, I've been Alex. This is Kev and Chris. Do you have any sort of final thoughts for us? Well, for since it's Hawkeye, I guess you miss a hundred shot. You miss the shots you don't make. Probably advice they pretty gave Alec Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> that was not his fault. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. I'm still waiting on uh, more science about the OJ case. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm right now. I'm just delving into the Katy Perry conspiracy. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to work this up. So, you know, give this to the people on <laughs> the Spotify tr- that, that need to know the truth. The truth. Yes. And tune in to me and Cap's conspiracy oh, of oddities. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're public. Yeah, now we're public. Oh, God. Here we go.